Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit. And today we have one of my besties. Yes, this is going to be amazing because this is a conversation with one of my besties and her name is Diana Gallo. Ah, what can I tell you about Diana Gallo that you might already know? So this beautiful soul is a model. Yes, she is a model and she's been a model for over 20 years. And how she's so beautiful is how she's so beautiful inside. So she is in and outer beauty. Really, for real, for reals. <laughs> and so I like you to get to know her. She is not only an amazing, beautiful soul, she is the founder of Manhattan Model Studio. She's been a professional model for 20 years. And so she founded this studio and Diana has appeared on magazine covers, commercials, television shows, music videos, movies, and print catalogs. You might have seen her. Now, because this is Amiga Handle Your Shit, I need to tell you that she was on a video with Alejandro Fernandez, okay? This guy I have been in love with forever, so I do definitely want to talk about that later. So hopefully we have time. We can talk about Alejandro Fernandez. So her intention is to share her knowledge of the modeling industry with her students in a safe and nurturing environment and to guide them as they pursue their modeling dreams. Diana is a professional makeup artist and also a certified yoga instructor who uses yoga and breath work to help her students get grounded, calm, and confident under any circumstances. Her ultimate goal is to teach her students lifelong skills, which will carry them through 
any of their endeavors. Okay, so that is my dear friend, Diana Gallo. Oh my gosh, she's not only the most beautiful soul like I was telling you about, she is incredible. And when I met her, I thought, wow, what the heck? Why haven't I met you before? She had me at hello, literally like that, na chispa. Nachispa. I, I felt like Walter Mercado, like mucho, 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 mucho amor. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to my beautiful solely you sister, Diana Gallo. Welcome, my love. Oh my God, girl, you are cracking me up. I love that introduction. I got all hot and sweaty. Yes, yes. Just like- I love the Walter Mercado. That is, that put it, puts it together because obviously when we met, it was like the planets collided because, I mean, you knew my cousin, our mutual, you know, relationship for over 20 years. And obviously I've known my cousin my whole life. So how I didn't meet you sooner is beyond me. So yeah, it had to do with the cosmos. The timing was right and it was perfect and it was magical. Oh, yes, absolutely magical. And I, and I remember when I sat right next to you, I thought, holy shit, God, like, I feel like I've known you forever, forever. And and I had not spoken to you, which is the most interesting thing. And I love the fact that we started off with something that we had in common. And it was, I'm professionally a lawyer and she used to work for the courts. And so, oh my God. So there was that synchronicity happening, but we were both at a point in our lives that that life was not for us. So I really want you, Diana, to please, please tell us how it all happened. Well, it's a long story, but I'm going to try to compress it. But, you know, it's interesting that night we met, it was our our mutual, you know, my cousin Carrie's 40th birthday party. And it was a slumber party. And it was so cool because it was an all-girl sleepover. And she had asked me to do yoga and makeup for the girls that were invited. And at the time, I was in major transition in my career. I had been working at the courts for, I think at that point, like 25 years. And I had been through a lot. So working at the courts provided me with security and financial, you know, both financially and as far as like having the benefits and having a paycheck every two weeks. I mean, I call it the golden handcuff because they were golden, but they were tying me down because I'm a very, I've always been a very creative type. So all those years of working at the courthouse, I always had to have an outlet for my creative side. So I started doing modeling, which I started later. And, you know, I wasn't like, I was modeling when I was younger, but I never did it professionally. My dad never wanted me to go into modeling. You know, he's very traditional Mexican strict father. And he was like, there's no effing way you're going to go into modeling. And I remember being at a photo shoot one time. This is so embarrassing. I was like 18 years old. And he's like, well, where's your photo shoot? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, here's the address, thinking nothing of it. I'm in the middle of a photo shoot. My dad comes knocking on the door <laughs> a couple hours into it. Oh, I'm Diana's father. I'm just here to check things out. And I was mortified. 
I can totally Lord, see that happening because uh, I met your father. So I'm like, you I know my, you know my dad. You don't mess with my dad, man. And he was like, oh, hell to the no. I'm going to go check this out. And he did. He kind of looked around and kind of gave that stern look like you messed. I, he probably said something to the poor photographer. I don't know. But I was mortified. But now looking back, now that I'm a grown woman, I'm like, that was so cool that my dad did that because I would do that for my kid. But anyway, so he never really supported that line of career for me. But I always needed to have my outlet. So I kept working at the court, got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, started getting promoted, working myself up the ladder in the court system. But while also doing modeling on the side, I had a you know a couple agents. I was booking parts. I didn't take vacation time because I didn't have any children. So if I needed time off to go to the Bahamas to do a shoot or go to Vegas or whatever, I would just ask for the time off because I was never absent from work. And they were pretty cool about it and they would let me go. And then I got bored again at work. You know, I'm like, okay, I accomplished this. I accomplished that. And there were days I'd be like, you know, I'm kind of bored and I don't do well with boredom, you know? And so I, I always wanted to be a makeup artist also. So I'm kind of all over the place sometimes, you know, like I have a lot of interest, which can be really, really good. Or sometimes it can be really bad because then you're all over the place. So I was like, I really want to be a professional makeup artist. I had been doing makeup for the entire, for the whole familia, the quinceañeras, the weddings, the props, I did everyone's makeup and no training. It, my mom was a makeup artist in her little town in Mexico. So it just is in my DNA. So I decided to go to professional makeup artist school. I became certified. So I would do that on the weekends. I would work for Mac as an independent contractor and modeling. And then flash forward to 2014, I already had a six-year-old son. I had more responsibility at the court. I kind of put my modeling aside because I had, I was managing a whole family law unit the courts and it was longer hours more responsibility so I kind of put modeling to the side makeup to the side went in for a mammogram because I realized I hadn't had one in a few years and lo and behold I was told I had breast cancer so at the time yeah I was 44 and my son like I said was six he was almost seven and so that just turned my whole world upside down and I had to really I had to really think about what I was doing to my mind and my body and my soul every day because as I progressed with the courts and became you know had more responsibility it also became more stressful to the point where I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I feel like I was walking into a toxic environment every day. And you and I have talked about the feeling of walking into a courthouse. Oh, God. And it's so odd because I didn't know you felt that way, but we both had a visceral, physical reaction to walking into the building. Every day, every day. Because it's not, I I don't think people understand the energy that is, in that court, you've got people yeah. who are in desperation, have anxiety, who are on the verge of something really bad happening, or they believe that it's about to happen to them. 
So you're surrounded by yeah. that. And yeah. day to day out, oh there's, there's a lot of anger, a lot of sadness, a lot of grief. I mean, I worked in family law. So they say that in family law, the defendant or the litigants, as we prefer to say, are good people acting at their worst behavior. Yes. In criminal courts, it's bad people acting in their best behavior. So you can imagine what I would have to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, I was dealing with people that were going through restraining orders, domestic violence, child custody, child abduction sometimes, passports. You know, I mean, it was heavy, heavy stuff. And my hours were so long and I had such a huge amount of staff. And so I would come home and it was hard for me to like shake it off. Yeah. yeah. Like it would, I would carry the, all that heaviness and, and that stress home. Right. And so what I realized through my cancer diagnosis is that the stress was already, was affecting me physically. Yeah. And I had already been thinking about making a change in my life. But I kept putting it off. Like, I'm just going to work a few more years, you know, build up that pension. I'm just going to keep going, make some money, have the security. But once that happened, I'm telling you, your whole perspective changes once you realize that your health is on the line. There's nothing more important than your health, right? Because without health, what do you have? Nothing. 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 You can have a, a billion dollars in the bank, but if you don't have your health, you're not going to enjoy anything. So I made a commitment to get healthy, work on myself. And I took like five months off of work. And all I did was I went to yoga every single day, which I lived a block from a yoga studio. And every day on my way to work, I would look at the yoga studio because I've practiced yoga since I was 17, but I stopped. Too busy, right? Too busy working. So every day I'd past the yoga studio on my way to work. Oh, one of these days I'll go coming home. Oh, one of these days I'll go. Well, guess what it took for me to finally make it to the yoga studio, a health care. So I started going every day, fell in love with it all over again, decided to start learning yoga and being a, and I became a certified yoga instructor. And I feel like yoga changed my life, Mm. yoga, meditation, because I was able to go inside every day which I hadn't done in years, like really go inside and ask me, like, Diana, what do you want? Right? Because how often do we ask ourselves, Diana, Jackie, what do you want? What do you need? We're always asking ourselves, what does my husband need? What does my boyfriend need? What do my parents, what does my child need? What does the house need? Right. We're always giving, giving, giving. Yeah. But when do we give to ourselves? And so I got to the point where I was like, if I don't give to myself right now, I'm not going to be of use to anybody. And so that was the moment where everything changed. And so I had to decide I wanted to quit immediately, you know, but I was like, that's not feasible financially because you're lost. I have to be real. I have to be realistic as, you know, as spontaneous as I can be, I'm also like, responsible. So I decided to wait a few more years, get my finances in order, you know, lay the foundation so it would be strong enough so that I could leave in a few years, which is what I did. I retired in 2019. And so now I'm just, I'm teaching yoga and working on my Manhattan model studio, which has kind of taken a 
pause because of COVID, but my husband has the acting studio. So I've been helping him with that and he's doing all Zoom classes. So it's been amazing. I mean, it's, it's weird to say that something so tragic and so big could be a blessing in disguise, but I feel like my breast cancer diagnosis for me was a blessing in disguise, but thank God, you know, they caught it early and it wasn't too aggressive. You're good. You're good. You don't have more. What kind of advice would you provide for those that do have breast cancer right now? Because that is super important to Mm -hmm. let amigas know about what it took for you Mm -hmm. to become healthy with yourself. Like you, you burned the boats. You said, no way, no more. This line of work is causing this disruption in my body. I need to stop. But a lot of amigas can't do that because they believe that they can't afford to do that. So any recommendations, any tips? Oh yeah. So first of all, get a mammogram. Let's just start there. Like you have to get a mammogram, especially my, I have a maternal aunt that had died from breast cancer. So I would always get mammograms, but we had moved and a lot of things happened and I kind of just let it left my mind, which I should have never done that. But when I realized it had been like three or four years, I was like, oh my God, I have to get a mammogram this instant. And I actually went in because I felt something on my right breast. Hmm. So I thought, well, I haven't had one and I feel something, so I better get in there. Well, what they found was that the breast cancer was on the left side where I hadn't felt anything. So that's a big lesson. Like just because you don't feel anything does not mean that you're in the clear. You have to get a mammogram. And I suggest that when you do make the appointment, you always ask for a 3D mammogram when you make the appointment because they could see more. So that's one thing. Then when I, when I decided to get healthy, I went to an intuitive, she's like an intuitive healer. She's my friend. And she, I actually, two different women both said, you have to drink a, a smoothie every day with a lot of greens in it. Okay. So spinach, green apples, blueberries, kale, but anything you could throw the kitchen sink in there. Just make sure it has greens, you know, like spinach, kale. I like those two because they don't taste like anything. Yeah. Green yeah. apples. Yeah. So I've been doing that every day for six years, Jackie. If yeah. I miss it, if I miss my smoothie, it's like I crave it. Like I need my greens every day. You, um, also, in your life. It's yeah. Kind of like prayer. And it, it builds your immune system. So even right now during this pandemic, building your immune system should be of utmost importance. So having that green smoothie provides you with those, you know, immuno boosting vitamins and nutrients that you need. And then if you throw blueberries in there, then you're getting the antioxidants and all of that good stuff. You could throw chia seeds in there. I was told to make sure I had chia seeds in there from the intuitive healer. And so I do that every day. I started doing meditation and yoga every day. And I know that's not possible for everyone every day. But let me tell you, when you put your mind to it and your health is on the line, you will do it. I would wake up a few minutes early to just at least get 15 to 20 minutes of a little mini yoga workout. And I can provide your um, audience with a mini workout if they want it. Wonderful. We're going to put notes how to get in touch with you so that 
so that they can have that access. Thank you so much for providing You're that. welcome. That's yeah. Beautiful. And, you know, even when I went back to work, I made it a priority for myself to go to lunchtime yoga. And I have so I had so many colleagues that would see me every day or almost every day going to lunchtime yoga and they'd say, Oh my god, I want to do that too. Where is that? I'm like, it's literally a block, two blocks from here. You know, oh I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And then they would never do it because they're too busy. But I was busy too, but guess what? I realized the the consequences of not taking care of yourself. I knew them far too well. I was very familiar with it. So for me, it was not, it was non-negotiable. Right, right. It has to become a non-negotiable for things to to happen for you in a way that that resonates with your body and your soul. It definitely has to be a non-negotiable. Absolutely. It's kind of like, you know what? You drink coffee every day. Some people, right? It's non-negotiable for a lot of us. Like you got to have that first cup of coffee. Well, make your smoothie a non-negotiable. I would make a two-day supply in a blender. So I would just have it ready for two days. I'd pour it into a glass jar. I would use the pasta jars. I would clean those out and it seals and it's glass. And I would take it to work with me and drink it at work. Wow. You know, but you could do that at home. We're all kind of stuck at home right now. So, so might as well do it, right? There's really <laughs> no excuse to not do it. Yeah, no, no excuse. Right? See, ladies, amigas, there's no excuse. Anything yeah. is possible. See? You From, can even uh, throw an avocado in there. Yeah. A half an avocado and you will not taste the avocado, but it'll make it creamy and it'll give you the good omega fatty, you know. Yeah. I love omega fats that are good for you. I love avocado and anything. <laughs> well, Mexican, we are Latinas, Mexican right? and us. <laughs> I, avocado. I, I love avocados too. I love tomatoes. That's a different story. Oh, but avocados, right. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. 1000% avocados is the reigning thing. Oh my goodness. You have so yeah. many beautiful nuggets. So you saw an into, wouldn't you call it an intuition coach? An intuitive healer. Oh, intuitive healer. So tell us more about that. Like, because I'm sure there are many people out there that are saying like, what the heck is an intuitive healer? Like, what the heck? What is that? Is that outer space kind of stuff? (laughs) So please. Yeah, to me, it's not outer space. I mean, I first learned about the chakras in, well, I had heard about the chakras, but I went, when I went through my yoga teacher training, they introduced us to each chakra and really taught us about each chakra. And all a chakra is, it's an energy center in the body. There's seven main ones that run from the base of the spine up to the crown of the head. Mm-hmm. And they spin, supposedly they spin faster than the speed of light. And so those energy centers, they're like wheels. So chakra means wheel. And they're different colors. So, for example, at the base of the spine, the first chakra is red, and then it goes up. It's kind of like the rainbow. So it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, up to the top of the head where it's white. Yeah. And um, and if any of those wheels are out of balance or blocked, then it manifests into you know like issues in your daily life, like maybe too much fear, fear of lack, fear of low self-esteem or not forgiving yourself or not speaking up for yourself. Or if it's overly active, it can 
manifest as being aggressive, overly assertive, too critical, too judgmental, you know, sounds, sounds that's like when litigation. it's off balance. That sounds like litigation. Sounds like what? litigation and being in the courts and all that stuff. Exactly. Yes. So so true. So true. So anyway, there's a book called The Anatomy of the Spirit by Caroline Neese. One of my all-time favorite books. Her last name is spelled N-Y-S-S. She's an intuitive healer. And so what she does, how she describes it as an intuitive healer is that she can look at you And she'll know which area in your body is off balance. Mm. Say, for example, for me, say I went to see her. She'd say, oh, your heart chakra, right? Your chest area. There's something going on there. Oh, I see a malignant tumor. Go to the doctor. And then I'd go to the doctor and they'd be like, yeah, sister, you have breast cancer. You know. So she's someone that can analyze the body, the chakras. I don't know if she does auras. Auras are similar to chakras, right? We all have the the aura. And so she reads it that way. So she doesn't have to do a blood test or an x-ray. She could just see you and know that something is off. And so two of my friends are intuitive mediums. And they, they were also able to... One of them was they knew... By looking at me, I hadn't told her that I had just gone through breast cancer treatments, but she knew. She's like, I'm getting the message that you had a malignant tumor in this area. And I was like, yeah. And I hadn't told, she did not know. Then my other friend who did know, she was just able to determine like what my body needed at the time. And she's the one that said, you need a lot of greens and, you know, other things she told me to do. So that's the, but I would say Caroline Meese is the best introduction to intuitive healing. And that's anatomy. And there's many others, anatomy of the spirit. And then there's also the celebrity healer, the one that does the celery juice. Have oh, you heard yes, of him? Yes, yes, yes. What's his name? I can't oh. think of his name right now, but he says that drinking celery juice every day is like a cure-all. Yes. For all, for like everything, basically. Right, right, right. Yes. No, of course. I've heard that. And I know lots of people who have done the celery diet, although it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, um, yeah. and have done super well. I've tried it a couple of times, but it is pretty, pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Team. That's what I, I heard. You need yeah. a lot of celery. Yes. Yeah. You need <laughs> a, a really lot good of celery. Juicer. Yes, we need a lot of celery, a great juicer, because definitely, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I but think you have to do it like as soon as you wake up. Oh, yes. Like on an empty stomach before you drink water or coffee, like you do that first. But I mean, people swear by it. They say yeah. that they get, you know, clarity of the mind. They're able to focus. Their ailments go away. They feel energized. Yes. So, and, and you lose weight if that's a problem. True. You lose weight. So so for yeah. those of us that the pandemic pounds, such a suggestion, the you know. Quarantine 15. Yeah. Because <laughs> certainly I've been, oh my Lord, I've been eating too much. But uh, that's okay. I forgive myself. I'm happy with myself. So, but we move on. We we move forward. And I know one day I'll get back to that normal, normal weight that I used exactly. to have. You know, the important so. thing is you're still working out and you're priming every morning, right? Yes, you're still yes. doing your priming. So yeah. priming. that's oh, what's important. Super important in med- meditation priming. 
So maybe if you could explain uh, for our amigas, what is priming? Because I'm sure a lot of them don't know what priming is all about. So priming is a routine that you would do as soon as you wake up, right? So let me give you an example of what I do. I wake up. I don't look at my phone. I try not to, right? Now, if I have a text from my dad or someone, my family member, I'm like, oh, let me make sure it's okay. But if everything's okay, do not go onto social media. Don't check your emails. Just leave your phone away. I come to the kitchen because I'm in my kitchen now. And I grab a warm glass of water and I squeeze half a lemon in it. So warm, warm water with lemon just to get the digestive system waking up. And it helps you flush out, if you know what I mean. Yes. Which is good for you, right? It makes you feel lighter. Yes, yes. I mean, we don't need to get into the nitty gritty, but it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Then I do about, if I'm not teaching, because I do teach three times a week in the morning and, you know, with you and the other ladies, which is amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful yoga workout. I mean, I'm so privileged to know my girlfriend here. She's an amazing yoga instructor and she's been doing this for a while. And I'm like, this is exactly what I needed during this time, especially, you know, with so many things going on. But yes, the yoga. Well, and I thank you because you pushed me to do do it via Zoom, you know. So I, I'm so grateful to you for giving oh. me that amiga nudge. Like, come on, let's do this. What are you waiting for? And I was like, oh, I don't know, Zoom. Ah. Okay, and then I tried it and now I'm in love with it. So I oh. look forward to our classes so much. But the days that I do, that I'm not teaching, I'll do a quick 15, 20 minute routine, and then I'll do some pranayama, which is just breathing exercises. And then because breathing can also detoxify the body, it can energize you. And there's even breathing exercises you can do for confidence, like if you have speaking engagement or a podcast to do, and you just need that little like self confidence. There's pranayama exercises that you can do to fire up the third chakra, you know, the solar plexus. And then, so I'll do that. And then I'll do, sometimes I'll do chanting. Like I'll say, Om. I'll say a prayer because I'm, you know, I'm also Catholic. So I'll pray, you know, to La Virgencita or to God. And and so I incorporate it all. I do not draw limits or boundaries between Eastern philosophies, chakras, yoga, to me, religion, I take what I love, mm. I take what resonates, I bring it into my heart, and what doesn't resonate, I don't, I just leave it behind, I don't judge it, I just say thank you, but that's not for me. Yeah. Oh, but this I love, and I do believe this in my heart and my soul. Like when I heard about chakras, I'm like, yes, this rings true. I have no proof. Yeah. No one really has any proof, but this rings true to me, so I'm going to bring that into my belief system yeah yeah you know and I and I don't judge anybody else as long as you're not hurting anyone or hurting yourself it's all good beautiful so you know I'll do chanting praying and then I'll take my dog for a walk because I believe a thousand percent that it is so so important to move your body every single day why because not only does it energize you and not only does it get your metabolism going Mm -hmm. it fills yourself with oxygen. Yes. And that is an immunity booster. Mm. So if your if your cells are filled with good oxygen and and then you you just visualize light coming into all your cells, 
you're going to feel healthy and you're going to be healthy. So you got to move your body. So that's kind of my priming routine. And I know you have a priming routine that you stick to religiously. Yes, I do. I do. It incorporates the breathing and the visualization. Why don't, why am I? (laughs) Visualization. Visualization. (laughs) Oh my God. Is is Mercury in retrograde? (laughs) I don't know, but maybe we just need a a shot of tequila to like loosen up the. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. I would love that. As a matter of fact, I think I have a bottle here. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right over. (laughs) Well, you know. We're Latina, so yes, there has to be tequila there. <laughs> yes, so, it has medicinal qualities, you know. Definitely. That agave is amazing. That's exactly. Why Mexico, Mexico nationalized tequila, right? The agave. So exactly. plug in there for, for the Mexicano. Jalisco. Jalisco, no te rajes. So yes, I do priming. It's the breath work and then also the visualization of it. And always coming from the heart. And yes. that's how I prime every day. And, and for me, priming incorporates prayer. It's always about prayer. Waking up in the, in the morning and saying, thank you, God, and universe, your spirit, your highest, deepest self. For me, it's been God because I'm Catholic, just like my amiga here, mm-hmm. Diana. So for me, it's always been God. And taking those steps... Once I, I get out of the, the, the bed and I take those steps, I know that I'm not alone, that I yeah. have God with me in whatever I do. So for me, yeah. that is like what I must, it's my must-haves. Yeah, it's your non-negotiable. My non-negotiables, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm so, so glad you brought this up because it's so important. And I don't, I don't believe that... I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of amigas out there that do this, but then there's a lot that don't. And there are definitely resources and groups that you can tap in to find out about meditation. You can do a, you, you know, you even can just Google meditation and you'll right. find kinds of meditation. YouTube is a YouTube. massive library of meditations, visualizations. Mm-hmm yoga. I mean, it's all there. And you know, the way I look at it, Jackie, is to me, yoga and meditation and prayer, it's pretty much one and the same. Exactly. Because when I'm doing yoga, I, that's, that's when I feel most present in my life where I'm not thinking about anything else. And I'm just in tune with myself and I'm in gratitude. And when I'm praying, I'm also going inside and going to something that's inside, but also higher than me, you know, a higher source. And so I feel like it's all, it's all related. It's just a different name for it, but it all helps you to gain clarity about your, you know, what about being guided in this life. Like, what should I do next? If you're at a crossroads, if you pray or meditate or do yoga, you're kind of tapping into that source of Mm -hmm. guidance of, something greater than you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And for the amigas that are listening to this, this is something that you can do at home. You don't need to purchase anything. You can do it. And, you know, and if you are interested in a group setting, 
I mean, I can just tell you right now that Diana and our girlfriend, Carrie, and myself, we've been doing retreats called the Soli You. And next year, we can't do it this year because of the whole pandemic, but we know next year we're going to have a retreat. So stay tuned for our Soli You retreats because it incorporates everything that Diana is talking about. And I'm just so incredibly fortunate to know you, Diana. I love you. Oh, likewise, my love. I'm that first night we met, it was like, we were two little magnets. Like we just, we were so magnetized to each other and we just kept talking all night. And I'm like, how come I haven't met this girl before? I mean, it was so amazing. And then when we created Soli You, it was so organic when you, me and Carrie created it because we each have our talents, our God given talents. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking one day, we had been to a seminar together and we were so fired up and so in tune with our heart's desires and we're like, look, I teach yoga. Jackie teaches mindset tools and carries this amazing organic chef, not by training, but she's a natural. And we're like, we need to put our talents together and share it with the world. Our gift. And so it's our gift. And so we did do the virtual retreat a few months ago for oh, Soli yes. U because of Corona and we wanted to be of service. Exactly. And it was it was hugely successful and people loved it. And we gave them so many tools for exercise and eating right. And just keeping a good mental attitude during this, this hard time that we're all going through. But of course it's not the same, right? Cause right. we want to be together and we really want to experience all of it. So yeah, 2021. Yes. So you will be back in, we'll be in, back. Session. So I'm so excited about that. It's going to be beautiful. Amazing. Epic. I definitely, especially because during this time, it really allows us to process, process what didn't work, what works and what we really need. And I agree a hundred percent. I can only imagine how blown away our participants will be for next year because we have a different perspective now. Everything is changing. Everything has changed and it's going to keep changing. I think that's just the new norm. Yeah. Change is inevitable and it's coming faster and more often. So we just need to be in the mindset of accepting the change, but also creating the life that we want for ourselves in the midst of that change. But what greater opportunity, right? Then when everything's being, you know, when the rug is being pulled out under you and there's dust everywhere, there's shit everywhere. It's like, it's hard, it's painful, but it's also an opportunity to grow and to really think about where you want to be next. Yes. What do you want to create? Yes. There's a break, wherever there's a breakdown, there's a breakthrough. Correct. Yeah. I absolutely believe that. And so as we're nearing to the end of our our session here, I always ask my amigas, any hacks, any tips, any tools, maybe one or two that you can tell us how you handle your shit, amiga? (laughs) Wow. Well, how I handle my shit is I try to keep my eye on the prize. Ooh. Like what is my intention. So when I went to, I attended a date with destiny this past December with Tony Robbins. And so one of the exercises he has you do 
is to kind of like narrow down in one sentence or maybe a long sentence or two short ones, like, what is it? What is your purpose? Right? Like, what is the purpose of your life? And so for me, my purpose is to be a guiding light Mm. for people that I meet and to bring them joy and happiness. And that's in whatever I do. That's kind of my one, like my one sentence mission statement. So if I can keep my eye on that prize, and that includes myself, right? And keeping myself happy. Right. If I keep that as my kind of North Star, then any decisions I make need to be in line with that. Mm -hmm. So for example, I always have this weird fantasy. I don't know. Maybe it's my witch powers. I don't know. But sometimes I'm like, what would I do if the court called back and said, would you like to be a consultant? Because sometimes they'll do that. You know, they'll be like, you can come back part time. And I'm like, what would I do? And I'm like, that's not in line with my North Star. For me, being a yoga teacher, a modeling guide, a modeling instructor, um, a mom, you know, being part of Solely You, that is in line with my North Star. That's going to provide light and happiness and joy to the people I meet. So if I can keep that in mind and be aligned with that, then I feel like everything else will fall into place. Oh, I love that. I love what you just said. Alignment with your North Star. (sighs) Yeah. Follow that North Star. Follow that (laughs) North Star. That just, that landed in my heart. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Diana. You are such a Thank you, Jackie. And I, I'm just, I love you. I love you. I always say I love you more, <laughs> but there's no comment. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I love you more. <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, we can keep on talking forever and ever. For hours. I, yeah. For hours. There's for no hours. end to our conversations, but I'm sure your listeners are going to be like, okay, I've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. I'm sure they want more just as I do. So we're definitely going to bring you back. And okay. I Thank you. Anytime. Thank you so much. And I'm just, I'm, I'm in awe and I love you. It's mutual, my love. And, um, we, I can't wait for our next solo you retreat. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Love you. You too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, Please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.